Welcome back to Intentional with Morel. Um, thank God for another week of Bible study. I hope you guys are being safe out there. But let's get into the topic. So today's topic is you just need faith. Now, I was going to title it. I had another little title with it, but it was still going to be you just need faith. But I was going to add a little something with it. But I'm just going to stay with you just need faith. Um we're going to be um, reading in Matthew 17, I mean, Matthew chapter 17, um, verses 14 through 21, um, coming out of the New King James Version. And it's talking about the, um, there was a boy um, that needed healing. He was going through, he had a, let's say, a sickness that he would, you know, fall in the fire, fall in the water. And a man, which would probably be his father, um, wanted to. Um, the disciples to heal him, but the disciples could not. So the man brought him to, brought the boy to Jesus. And of course, Jesus healed him. But we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about faith. And I got some more um, scriptures that we're going to talk about. So just let's just give me about 15 minutes of your time and we'll be all done. Okay. So let's begin reading at verse 14. And it reads, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And verse 18 says, And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Um. We're going to go back to verse 15 to get a, a little understanding of this passage of scriptures, um, this story that's part of in the Bible. And it said in verse 15, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an uh, epileptic. Um, when I looked at the word, that, that word, um, it told me the epilepsy. And it said the, the, the science of it. Or the what's what's the problem? What that word means is saying it may occur as a result of a genetic disorder or acquired brain injury. So that means somebody could have been born that way, or maybe they had a, a brain injury such as a trauma, I mean a trauma or a stroke um, during a seizure. A person experienced abnormal behavior, symptoms, and sensations, sometimes including loss of consciousness. Um, 
There are a few symptoms between seizure. Um, epilepsy is usually treated by medications. So they're saying it's, it's treated by medications and in some cases by surgery devices or dietary changes. But this boy was going through the same thing. And the man brought the boy to the disciples. Now to understand the disciples, a disciple of Christ is, is one who believes in the doctrine or the teaching. Number two, rests on his sacrifice. Number three, imbibes his spirit, means absorbs, observe or assimilate. And number four, imitate his example. So that is a disciple of Christ. So they are followers of Christ. And, and the man brought the boy to the disciples. This one of the disciples. To the disciples, is it it they actually used disciples as a S at the end, so it's plural, more than one. So verse 16 said, I so I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. They could not heal him. So in verse 17, uh, Jesus t tells the man, bring him here to me. Um, so they bring the boy to him. In verse 18, it says, and Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. The child was cured from that very hour. That means at that very hour, this child was healed. Now, when, when you do the research, and the research tell you anybody that's dealing with this, this is the only way it can be treated is by medication. It says it can be treated by medication, in some cases by surgeries or devices. It never say or dietary changes like change your diet, things like that. This is the only way that sickness or the thing that you're that that trauma that seizures things that you're dealing with it can only be treated it cannot be healed but jesus healed the boy that was dealing with this so the disciples brought jesus um they was privately with jesus and they said in verse 19 then the disciples came to jesus privately and said why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, this is the first thing he said to them. He said, because of your unbelief. So this is why we're here. He says, because of your unbelief. Now he said some more stuff, but the first thing he said is because you don't believe. How can you have faith? People say, I got faith. But somewhere they doubt. They, they have some doubt. And, and, and the next part of the scripture says, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, mustard seed, I'm so glad you asked. What is a mustard seed? Mustard seed is something just so very, it's like a seed that's so small, like it's like really small. So Jesus said, all you needed was a mustard seed faith, something very small. And guess, this is what you can do after, if you just believe. It don't have to be big. It don't have to be crazy. You don't, you don't have to lose your mind, be psycho to have faith. You just need faith. You just need to believe. Don't have any doubt. So the rest of the scripture said, you will say to this mountain, 
It said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible. You don't need to be doing anything crazy. You just need to have faith. And when you have faith, that means you're believing. You're not doubting. You're not sitting there saying, well, I believe God's going to do it. And all of a sudden you're like, you know, you have that one eye open. Be like, I believe, but I got to keep that one eye open. I believe. I got one eye closed, one eye open. But do you believe? Close your eyes. That's when you're saying, I believe. Amen. So, in the rest of the scripture, he did say, however, this kind does not go out itself by prayer and fasting. Now, he did say that part, but the first thing he said was because of your unbelief. And then he said, if you have faith as a mustard seed. And then he said, this thing that this guy had, it needed prayer and fasting. Of course, it needed prayer and fasting. But it started with your unbelief. Some of you guys are believing God for something, but you cannot doubt. Amen. I wanted to share a little small story, but I, I think I'm going to go past that. I'm not going to share that story. So let's just go to John 20 um, verses 24 through 29. And I'm coming out of NIV, and this is just talking about Thomas. Now, Thomas didn't believe himself. He, 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 he doubted. He was like, I need to see the nails in his hand for me to believe, yeah, that, that he's alive. I got I to gotta see it. So in verse 21, it says, Now Thomas, also known as Didmus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hand. So Thomas is saying, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were. Thomas is saying, I don't just want to see. I got to touch it, too. And he said, and put my hand into the side. I would not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again. And Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood amongst them and said, Peace be with you. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Now Thomas is seeing Jesus. He's like, My Lord and my God. And then this is what Jesus said. Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Who are the ones that are blessed? The one that are believing God is real. The one that's believing God is word, even though they haven't seen, but they believe God's word. They believe that he died for our sin. They believe that he rose on the third day. They believe the Bible says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Let's go back to verse 27. I want to read the whole verse 27. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop 
doubting and believe. For the ones that are out there doubting, is God really real? Why do people worship him? Have they really seen him? But I can share my story. I can share from 2008, from when he touched my life, how he changed me, how he brought me out from the world. I can only share my story. So I believe he's real. Amen. But let's go into Hebrews 11. And we're going to close on this Hebrews 11. And we're going to go through one through six. And we're getting ready to close. And it says, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance of what we do not see. Now faith, verse one, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the angels were commended for. By faith, we understand the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what, what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offering. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. Verse 6. And without faith, without what? And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Oh, wait a minute. So you need faith, right? How can you say you believe in God and you don't have faith? The only way you can say you believe in God is you must have faith. How can you please God without faith? The verse said, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he will reward those who earnestly seek him. You want God's reward? The Bible said he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Amen. You're looking for God's reward? What you need to do? Earnestly seek him. Not man, but him. God. Amen. The last scripture. And I encourage you to read the, the rest of the verses. Hebrews 7 through, I mean, Hebrews 11 verses 7 through 40. I encourage you to read the rest, but I'm not going to read all of it. But I want to read this last scripture. Matthew 17 and verse 20. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. All you need is faith. You don't need to be crazy. You don't need to be spontaneous. You just need faith. It was a mustard seed, small, just believe, stop doubting and believe, amen, amen, that's all I got for you guys, God bless you, I'll see you next week, peace.